if we are we are starting Simon Kofay, the goal for today is Simon Kofay Sif Aleph. Now, just a little bit of background to Simon Kofay. It is, you know, we had to identify one Simon in Hilchus Tarobas that is, uh, you know, the Reisman calls it the engine that drives Hilchus Tarobas. It is Simon Kofay because everything in Hilchus Tarobas is about uh, how Leos travel. So once you know how Leos travel, everything else falls into place. So there are a lot of details that you need to know about how everything else falls into place. But, uh, but the most fundamental detail is uh, how Leos affect things. So that is Simon Clavet, is how Leos travel. And we're going to talk about the Rishon Klishani and the Rishon and all that stuff. But we're going to start with Kabbalah Shemuvoshul, and you know, they, that, that's what the Simon is, uh, is dedicated to. So uh, it's, it's, it's a, a um, poorly named Simon. Can you say that? Did he give the names to the Simon? Right? The Simon is called Din Isra Shanafel Etochetek. Which might as well be Hilchas Tarovis, right? Meaning it's not really uh, it's not really descriptive at all. But what it's really about is not only that this is Shabbat but really primarily about uh, how Leos travel from one thing to another. So every shayla you have in Hilchas Pasuchov and Hilchas Tarovis will come back to Simon Kovei in, in some way or, or another. Sometimes in obvious ways. It was all in a Kli cooking together. So you don't need to think, oh, what sick was that? That Leos traveling in Kli when it's cooking together on Tavei Eish. Right, so you don't you don't need to think it through, but everything has to run through uh, run through Simon uh, Kofei. Now the Gemara. So again, today we're going to try to cover at least most of Sifalif, and Sifalif is just is the concept of Kavshkin Bushel. So let's talk about the background of that first. The Gemara in several places in Shas. Chulin sadizayim beis psach mayivavam ralf chulin kofir alfam beis beisos includes all of this says that maliach harei kraseach kavish harei kumuvushul that uh, when you sold something that transfers bleils just like uh, just like heating it and when you uh, soak something it transfers bleils just like cooking it so the rush in simin yiralif at the end of sechsavot zara asks but wait a second what about simin kofdalim in simin kofdalim we learned about ach parshinafal l'shichra that when the mouse falls into the beer, and we worry about the bleos of the mouse, and we're just thinking about no sintam of gam, no sintam l'shvach, and uh, is it really no sintam l'shvach, like uh, Roby's friend on the subway told him? Is that a real story? <laughs> it's a real story. Yes. You're unbelievable. Okay. So, it's, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, because you eat squirrels, or, but you don't, you don't eat mice, or, uh, you know, um, so uh, did you take a subway just so you can meet a guy? Like, you know, is there another reason for the trip? No, I, was, I mean, I sat down next to him because I had in mind I was going to ask him about it. But <laughs> you look like the kind of guy that would need a squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Generally, when you see a guy that looks like the kind of guy that would need a squirrel, don't sit down. <laughs> little life advice, you know, to uh, consider. Okay, so the, uh, so, so the rush is bothered. I understand the whole concept of Ashkoshinov and Shikra doesn't make any sense because Shekhar is cold and the Asper is cold, so it should be Mutzah because it's cold and cold. So the answer is that it must have stayed in the Shekhar for long enough, then it's Kavosh Kumavoshul. I mean, not like Rabbi Schreier's case where it was a fryer with boiling hot oil or whatever. No, it's, it was a case where it just fell into a thing of vat of beer. So it must have been that the concern was Kavosh Kumavoshul. So in addition to Blios, there is another Nafkamina in Kavosh Kumavoshul. Um, and that is, even in Hilchus Kavshus, meaning 
Uh, Kavashkun, first of all, obviously we're going to have to talk about, or not obviously, but one might want to talk about how does that impact uh, Bishop Shabbos and Bishop Lachum and any other thing that relates to Bishop Yisrael, Bishop Basra and all of those things as far as the Geder of Bishop. But there's another Nafkamina in, uh, directly in Hilchus Kashas, and that is that the halacha is that before you kasher meat, before you do malicha on meat, you, uh, you're not allowed to cook it. Uh, if you cook it, you've ruined the possibility of kashering the meat. So what if meat soaked in water for 24 hours before you ever had a chance to kasher? Do we say that it is mevushal, and because it's mevushal, it's now too late, this meat is always going to be trade? Uh, or do we assume that, no, that's only when it comes to real visual. This shayla, uh, Rabbi Reisman pointed out, came up when uh, um, Hurricane Katrina happened, and people were trying to come up with shilas from a hurricane. So I don't know if there's a real shilas or not. Rabbi Scottsdale said yesterday, you know, sometimes you say, the Meisah Shaya didn't actually happen yet. So I don't know if there's a real shilas or not. It doesn't sound like it really happened. But let's uh, imagine that uh, Katrina, Sandy, any of these uh, hurricanes where there was significant flooding, um, that uh, a, a flood went right through a butcher shop. And uh, they have all this meat that has not yet been salted. And, uh, and, it was, and, 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 and it was underwater. The whole shop was underwater for, uh, for a few days. So do you assume that that meat is now going to be trafed because it's, uh, it's, kosh, it, it's kavush and therefore cannot be kashmir? So there's an interesting comment uh, of Rabbi Kivayegu right at the beginning of this simon. Uh, the uh, the Shulchan says that if it's been soaked in cold water or uh, in cold liquid, for 24 hours, that's called Kavosh and it's Kimavushal. Says Rabbi Kivager, but it's got to be in the same water. If at any time you change the water, that if, they, uh, if you change out the water at any point, even though it remains soaked for 24 hours, that's not called Kavosh. It's the magic of Kavosh, is that it has to be, for whatever reason, in the same water. If the water changes, it's not called Kavosh. And Kivegra goes on to say, similarly, that even if it's the same water, but you pull it out of the water 12 hours into it, and then you drop it back in the water, that's also not called Kavosh, because it is not a tzeruf of 24 hours consecutively in the water. So the shayla was, what happens if there's flooding, and the flood just keeps running through the store? What if you put a piece of meat that is not yet uh, salted in a stream, and the stream just keeps running for 24 hours? So do you, do you say, well, it's been in the water for 24 hours? Do you say, no, it's not the same water, because it keeps on, the water keeps on flowing, the water keeps on, on changing. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's Yesh Lotan, what Mikivayegu says over here. Why is it that if you pour out the water, it's not considered Kavosh? Is it not considered Kavosh? Because by pouring out the water, there's at least a moment where it's not in water, and therefore you don't have the Tziruf. Or is it just that it's different water? And if it's different water, then you can't uh, create a sense of Kavosh. It sounds like the second one, right? Because he writes, Avul Bitsiruf, actually no, Bitsiruf just means a combination of the two. So, uh, right, so it's not, it doesn't really give it away. It doesn't really tell you one way or the other whether it's, uh, whether, whether the, the primary issue is that it's all the same water or the primary issue uh, is that, uh, that it was pulled out at some point. And this would be the nafkamina. So it's a cute nafkamina, it never ever comes up. Okay. Um, yeah. Didn't you say, though, that you 
take it out of the same water and put it back in, so doesn't that prove So that, that for sure is also true. I mean, doesn't that prove that the issue clearly is about a matter of... The question is that the only issue, right? Um, now, the, the Kabbalah Bushel is a member in the Gemara. The question is, is that a concept in Darais or is it a concept so the Gemara Pesachim says that we don't apply Kavosh Kavoshul by Basim Bechalav. Right? One, one of the sugyas is Pesachim Ayinfav. So we don't say Kavosh Kavoshul when it comes to Basim Bechalav at least on a Daraisa level. And suggest the Gemara suggests that that's exactly the Chiddush. Remember the very first year we had the whole year probably that that's exactly the Chiddush of Basim Bechalav. That what's the great Chiddush of Basim Bechalav? That if you soak it all day, uh, it's not going to be Asr, but then you turn on the fire underneath it for five minutes and you cook it, and now all of a sudden it becomes Asr. So what does that mean? If you soak it all day, it's not going to become Asr. That even though normally when you soak things together all day, it's Kavosh Kumavoshul, it does, it does generate an Asr. But by Basim Bechalav, when you soak it all day, it does not, it does not become Asr. So the Rishonim point out that from the fact that it's considered a Chiddush on a Daraisa level, because it's a, when the Gemara is dealing on a Daraisa level, what the Chiddush of Basim B'chalav is, so it seems that the assumption is that Kavosh Kumavushal is a Chiddush Midaraisa Bishari Surin. That it's true Midaraisa when it comes to Shari Surin. Right? Meaning to say that it's a Chiddush Midaraisa that we don't say Kavosh Kumavushal by Basim B'chalav implies that the default position is that you would think you normally do say Kavosh Kumavushal Midaraisa. So the implication is that in Hilchus Tarovus, the principle of Kavosh Kumavushal is Doraisa, and Hilchus Basim B'chalav, the, the principle of Kavosh Kumavushal is only Midrabanan. The Mainaf Kamina, whether it's Doraisa or Drabanan. So now, Kamina, you know, jumps out in, in the base of the on the page of Shulchanarov, and obviously it's the same Naf Kamina that you always have when you ask whether something's Doraisa or Drabanan, and that is Suffolk, right? So uh, it's uh, very relevant, uh, in, you know, uh, in, in, in the Sugya. Dark Emotion, Os Aleph writes, Kosov Bisavetar, Aruch Kalavit, Kol Kamish Kumfushal Doraisa, Kulachain, Suffolk, and Nichbash Yom Shalem, Speko Doraisa Luchum. That if you're, uh, you have a subject about Kavosh Kumavushal and Lutz Tarabas, something that writes Luchumra Avam, Kavosh Basar Mechalav, Havei Drabanon, Svek Drabanon Lukula. But when you deal with Kavosh Basar Mechalav, so that's only Din Drabanon, therefore Svek Drabanon Lukula. And that's why the Rambam writes over here in Sif Aleph, in Sim Kovei, that the subject Kavosh Basar Mechalav, the Basar Mechalav, does it in Lukula, the Minatore, and also Rav Kudishal Mahesh. Now, when it comes to Basim Chalav, we're not going to ask for Kavosh Kumavushul on a Doraisa level only in Mitra Vav Jeremy. It's funny that the basis of our understanding of where comes from comes from that idea that implied from, you know, why is that, why is that such a One possibility. We'll see there are others. Yeah, it's odd that that's the case. It seems like, it seems like Shana Nakamara is, you have two things that are Hetzer, and if they're sitting together at room temperature, no, the Gemara raises that also, two things that are Hetzer. Oh, maybe I didn't hear you. Two things, meaning so long as they're cold, it's not that all of a sudden you heat it up. That seems to be the Kiddush. That it's only their official and not... Why is not that a Kiddush? Bleos generally is what generate a problem. If there are no Bleos, there's no problem. If you eat a slice of cheese and you eat a slice of salami in one bite, you would think, oh, well, it's possible to call it. They're right, and then you can smell it. It's only their official. You would think that, because you grew up, you know, knowing that. I don't know if you would think that. I don't know. As far as Nafshe, you would think that. Torah says, you know, Bleos, Vashem, Bleos, 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 for, it, for the Kiddush and Nagamara to be a Kiddush in Shari Surim as opposed to a Kiddush in Bosom Rafael Atzmal, that seems like, I don't know. Okay. I mean, it's what the Rosh does, so right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? That's the Rosh's approach. I'm not. 
Okay. The Russians have this party. Okay. Um, now there are exceptions to the rule of Sabdaris and Khumra Bay Safi Kabash. Um this Kinshuva quotes that the place has a khidj. He says, you You have two khatikhos that were both soaking. One of them soaked for 23 hours, one of them soaked for 25 hours. And I don't know which khatikha this was. Is this the khatikha that was soaking in the Khazushmal for 23 hours or the one that was soaking for 25 hours? <coughs> that's the case where you say that's where you say some but he says if I have a regular single khatifa, uh that you're and I'm not sure was it kabash or was it kabash or you know I don't know if it was kabash or not it's just a yes or no about this khatifa. well then you not only have some but you also have another factor to take into account and that is the cheskas kashros of the item that this khatifa started out as kashros so the chazaka would would, uh, would would tip the scale on the suffix, and therefore it's going to be mutter because there are cheskas kashras. When it's when I know that there's no cheskas hetzer because I know that just like there's cheskas hetzer, there's cheskas iser because there are two items and one of them is baleaser and one of them is uh, is mutter. So then uh, then I, I, I lose the cheskas hetzer. There's a major reyesa on the chazaka. But when it's a chaticha achas, the place he says, then uh, we'd be makel because that has a cheskas kashras. Then the Bishkechuvah quotes the craziest case we will hear this entire year. It sounds like he's quoting this, uh, you know, from a tshuva that, you know, not like a tshuva sedesha, you know, that uh, where he made up his shaylos. It sounds like it's an actual, an actual tshuva, right? He quotes the pre-tvua, simul chafei. You guys saw this? Craziest case ever, no? Al odos pe'er ha'mayim asher chafar ovi k'chavim. They had a non-Jewish well digger digging a well. And they're waiting for him to finish. And then at the end of the day, they're like, hey, where's the well digger? And they can't find him. And they're searching and searching and searching all day long. And then they uh, put the flashlight down into the well. They're like, oh, there he is, right? He fell into the well and he drowned in the well. Or maybe he hit his head on the way down and he died. Bottom line is he's dead in the bottom of the well. So what's their shayla? Can we drink the water? There, here's this guy who's been soaking in that, in that water for, uh, for 24 hours. Uh, capitalism is usher, right? You're not allowed to eat human beings. So But they weren't sure exactly when he died. They're not sure when he fell in. So they'll pull the body out now, but they don't know if it's 23 hours or 25 hours. So again, according to the place, it's one chaticha, right? It's one, uh, one person that has one that is uh, one suffix, and therefore there's a cheskas... Right, it's not really the Cheskas over here, but it's not about eating the guy, right? But this Cheskas Hetzer on the water, right? So you, you'd be okay. He says to be for the following reasons. First of all, our starting point is it's a Second of all, the Inkan Rak is Rasay. That's a, its own fascinating topic. What is the Isser of cannibalism, right? What is the Isser of eating human meat? 
Um, Robbie will find out next time he gets this wrong. How delicious human meat might be. But uh, what is, uh, you know, the guys that Robbie sits down next to him and the subway are like, hmm, what? But what is the sir? Rabbi Daniel Feldman used to give a whole shear about cannibalism, and he used to start the shear by saying, when a waiter comes to serve you uh, pork, is it better to eat the pork or better to eat the waiter? Right? So uh, the, uh, that was the way he introduced the shir. So uh, halakhically, better to eat the waiter, right? Because it's only this essay to eat the, uh, the human being, where it's, uh, it's a lot to eat the, uh, the pork. The gam, not halakha lemaisa, the gam, the eagle is smuke, shamu nosin tamuf gam. And also, maybe, once again, until we really find out for sure, maybe the human is nosing tamluf gam into the water. I don't know, maybe it's delicious, maybe it's not. It might be nosing tamluf gam. Don't tell me you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he also a Is he also? No, but it's only Blios of the Berry. So Blios of Berry is not going to be a problem. We're not eating, we're not eating him. Um, so, okay, so that's the crazy case that he quotes from the Pritzvua. So he's making it's only a self-accomplished plus, it's only this essay to eat people, and it also might be no St. Tom, Lifkam. I think my, my, my Haverim in Gush, when I was in, uh, when Rabbi Lissa and I were in Karbiyan, so my Haverim in Gush told me that this was like an ongoing machlokas between Lutensin and Lutensin. That uh, said, yeah, it's obviously better to eat the person because it's only in this essay. And Ravamital said, what are you talking about? You can't eat people. You know, like uh, it's just a moral uh, feel. So the question of uh, how much morality uh, plays into, uh, you know, Sakhalaf. Is that a you do a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, uh, all right. Uh, yeah. I was saying earlier that if the water is flowing, then it's not considered the same water not coming from the Would it flow water a little bit flowing? Is it? I don't know. It's a, I, I imagine it's stagnant, yeah. no? Yeah. There's a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Nah, probably not. But mostly it's probably the same. Right? It doesn't have to be like a mikveh, you know, where it's you know, totally sealed and it's not. I don't think it does. Now, the Bishkei Chuba then quotes in the Yehuda, that not all items transfer time to Kabbalah. So those items that aren't explicitly mentioned in the Sufis about Kavush, uh, we can be made with a suffix Kavush. Why? Because I don't know what really uh, transfers time with Kavush. So anything that's not preferred in the Gemara is at least a suffix that maybe it doesn't transfer time. So if I already have a suffix, whether it's Kavush to begin with, so now I have a Svex Veka. And Svex Veka, you can be made from even on a Daraisa. So again, what we established is that Kavush from Kavush seems to be a concept of Daraisa when it comes to Tarnovus, and Rabban when it comes to Basim but even in the world of Tarotas, there may be two exceptions to where we're going to have to be machmir on Safek Kavish, where we might be able to be mekel. Uh, the, first, uh, the first exception was if it's chaticha uh, achas, where it has a cheskas heter, that's the placey. And the second potential exception was the discussion of Muslim if, uh, if it's not an item that's mentioned in the Gemara, as something that has the capacity to transfer time through Kavush, so it's a suffix to begin with, so now you add another suffix, it becomes a Svex Vega. So those are the two potential exceptions. Now, the main uh, topic when you talk about Kavush Kimavushal is what exactly is the getter of Kavush Kimavushal? And it's like you do a thing in learning. Whenever you have that Chaf Hadimir, right? Whenever you have Kit, Shomea Kit Omeh. So the question of the Chakir is always the same, right? What does the kid mean? Does the kid mean identical to, or does it mean similar to, right? Does it mean that it's, it's the equivalent of, or just similar to? So it's Kabbalah Kimmel meaning that it's mamish, that is Bishel, that it's defined as Bishel, or 
it, it accomplishes some of the same things that Bishel accomplishes, and therefore it's similar to Bishel in that way, that just like Bishel affects the transfer of Blios, so to accomplish affects the, the, the transfer of uh, Blios. So it could be that Kavish means that Kavish just transfers taste, like Bishel does, but it's not actually Bishel, or it could mean that Kavish is an actual, ultimate form of Bishel. So if you assume that it just means similar to, then we understand why we won't apply Kavish by Basel because indicates that it must be Bishel. It has to be an actual Maisa Bishel to create a Chatzor Basel Whereas Shari Surim is not really about Bishel. By Shari Surim, it's only about transferring time. So that would fit beautifully, right? If Kavish Kimmel means that it accomplishes one of the things that Bishel does, which is the transference of time, so when it comes to Basel where it needs to be Derek Bishel, it needs to be the Maisa Bishel that creates Basel This is not a Maisa Bishel. When it comes to Tarovus, where we don't care about a Maisa Bishel, we just care about Blios, well, there are Blios over here, and therefore it's going to be a problem with Raisa. If you hold Kavish Kumbushal Mamish, that it's, it's really Bishal, then it's more challenging to explain the difference between Basel and Tarovitz. Now, one might say that even if Kavish is Kumbushal Mamish, that it's a form of Bishal, it only means that it's like a Tola of Bishal, not the Av of Bishal, so to speak. So, in areas of Halakha where Toldos matter, then we would say it's Bishal. But in areas of halacha where toldos aren't a thing, they don't matter, they're not a category, then it's not bishul. So even within the tzad, that kavish kumbushal means bishul mamish, it might be bishul mamish, but it's all about bishul. Right? So if you're talking about uh, basabachala, there's no din of toldos by basabachala. If it's not bishul, it's not bishul, it's not going to be a problem with doraisa. Uh, but where do we care about toldos? Obviously, Hilchashab is. So if you're going to talk about an area that we do care about Toldos, maybe Kavosh Kumbushal, Toldo means Mamish, would be a Tolda in Mishal uh, Deshavis. Krimagadim is explicit about this, though. In Mishpatsav Sif Aluf and Sif Seidas Sif Katnbeis, uh, he says it's obviously not Mishal Mamish, it just allows for the transfer of meals. Meaning the simpler way in the Chakira, the way that uh, fit much more neatly, that was easier to, uh, to follow. The Mishabura, it's in the Tav Samach Aleph Sukkot Zion says that you shouldn't soak matzah may esla es before the seder because kavush kumavushal. So when you soak matzah may esla es in water, that's going to be a bishul. But the Sharetziyot over there says that the primagatim is in fact mikvazet because it's only mafliyah mafliyah. It's not actually bishul. Meaning you're not allowed to be mavashal matzah, but there's no. Concern that the tam matzah is going to go into the water, leaving out kibratz uh, or whatever. That's not a So the the leaving out the concern. The, 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 there's no concern that the tam matzah is going to go into the into the water. It's not a blia issue, so uh, so it shouldn't be a problem. Says the prima gadim. If if kavush kumavushal just means that it's a, that it's a blia issue and not that it's actually bishul. Your chashulchan and the place he seems to seem to assume not that the Prima Gadim like the other side of the Chakira. That covers just Kimavushal Mamish. So again, uh, basic Chakira, Kimavushal doesn't mean that it's Bishal, it doesn't mean that it's just uh, it affects transfer of time. If it just affects transfer of time, everything fits so nicely uh, that that's why it doesn't it doesn't matter by Basmachalab on the Daraisa level and by Tarobis it does, where it's all about time. If it doesn't, if it means Mamish, then we run into a little bit of trouble trying to explain it. 
So the suggestion we have is that maybe it's Kabishal Mamish, but it's Kitolda Division. So by Vasukhalov, where Toldus aren't the problem, so then you're not going to have a, uh, uh, then you're not going to have Kabish Kumbushal Mito Raisa. Whereas uh, by other areas of Halakha, it will be Kumbushal. We then pointed out that Primadadim comes down on the first side, and the Yorkashulka on the second side. And Nafkamina might also be when it comes to Ilkhas Pesach. Right, if you have it soaked, they have the matzah soaking in water for 24 hours. So the uh, the Mishabura says that uh, that's a problem. It's a problem to the bush. But Sharetzin points out when the government doesn't think it's really a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's also a possibility. So let's let's go through all the. Uh, so essentially, the way we've set it up until this point is that there are three possibilities of what Kabbalah Shemuvah means. It could mean literally Bishul, which seems to be the assumption of the place. It could mean that it's a told of Bishul, which we uh, presented as a possibility. Or it could be that it's similar to Bishul, but you know, really only insofar as that it causes Kalios, and that's the Shita of the Prima Gata, Right. So those are the three, uh, the three possibilities. So obviously, possibilities aren't helpful unless you're able to close some of them off. So let's try and see if there are any, if there are any riots over here. So the best place to find the Raya is going to be in the Chashavas, right? because that's where we have a concept of Bishamudar Raisa, we have a concept of uh, Tolda, and uh, we don't really care about Leos, right? We just care about uh, Bishul. So is it also to do Kavush on Shabbos? Now it's hard to bring on a Raya from the Chashavas because one of the demons of Kavush is that in order for something to be Kavush, it needs to be soaking for 24 hours. By the time you do that, Shabbos is over, right? So it's hard to generate Kavush within within Shabbos. However, one could argue, one could argue, that maybe if I start the Kvisha late in the on Shabbos afternoon even, and it finishes on Sunday afternoon, that that, if you hold Kavosh Kibbushal Mamish, that that's still a violation of Bishul Shabbos. Um, how so? So there is a, I think, pretty famous machokas between the Rashash and the Minchasrino about the Malacha of Zoreya. Everyone knows that the Malach of Zorea does not demand that on the very day that you plant the seed, that the whole tree grows, or whatever it is that you plant grows, because that never happens, right? That's the stuff of fairy tales. So how do you ever violate the Malach of Zorea on the door rice level on, on Shabbos? Nothing's growing. Nothing's actually happening on Shabbos. It only continues Shabbos after Shabbos. So Machokas from Shash and Chaskinoch, yeah, that's true by Zorea, but what about by other malachos that may take time, right? What if I put some uh, uh, raw food in the oven right before Shabbos ends, and then it only cooks after Shabbos is over? So the result is only achieved later on. So do we say that Zareah is a model of all malachos, so as long as it starts with Shabbos, we know it's going to finish after, that that's a violation of malachos of Daraisa? Or do we say that it's not a model of all malachos, it is an exception uh, to all malachos? So, uh, you know, the, the, that's the discussion. If you uproot the seeds after the Zriya, have you undone the Isra, right? That's a major discussion on the Shabbos. But, but we don't even need to really get into that. Because you can come up with cases of Kamesh, as we see soon in the Malacha, that don't take 20, 24 hours. That can happen in less than 24 hours. Because if what, you cook, what, if what you're soaking the food in, or you're pickling it in, in is, uh, is a brine or a pickle juice or something like that, something that's a really strong, uh, you know, really strong liquid, so then it takes less than 24 hours. The Rambam 
So again, so what we're trying to figure out is, do we say Kavosh Mubusel as far as Chiv Bishel and Shabbos? We uh, got sidetracked for a moment by a technicality. Could it ever happen? So we said, oh, maybe it can happen if you get involved in that machlokas of whether you start something on Shabbos and finishes after. But then we say you don't even need that. Of course it can happen because you could soak something in pickle juice and brine, and it will happen within Shabbos itself. So is it a chiyuv to erase a bishop of Shabbos when you uh, pickle something on Shabbos? So the Rambam, in Ilch Shabbos Parach Abbez Allah Yud, says, Kovesh and Vashem the Shabbos is Asr. And the Primogadim understands that he means Midrabbanan, because if you look in the context, the Rambam is listing all sorts of Yisurim Drabbanan of Shabbos, not Yisurim Daraisa. In Paraktas, he talks about uh, those things that are, uh, you know, that you're only Chayim Betolvasa Eish and discusses Yisurim Daraisa of Shabbos. But in, uh, in Parakyot, he's not talking about Yisurim Daraisa, he's talking about Yisurim Drabbanan, and that's where he sneaks in Kabbalah Shkumavoshim. Right? The Rambam organized his Sefer largely based on what makes sense, you know, based on, uh, you know, the categories that he's trying to, uh, that he's trying to develop. Now, the other snapshots, the place he holds that Kovish Pasha Meshavis is in the Siddharais, despite the fact that, of the placement of the Rambam, and therefore, you're going to need to explain the reason it doesn't work for Basim Chalav is that it would be the only explanation, if you hold that it's Kim Bushel Mamish, that it's Siddharais on Shabbos, no tolerance, right? That it's a tolerance, and therefore, by Basim Chalav, there's no tolerance, and therefore, there's no problem. Right? So, so Raya number one from uh, from Hilcha Shabbos uh, seems to be a machlokas, right? That, uh, that, that you have, on the one hand, the people got to assuming that, uh, that when the Rabbim says that Kavosh Kumavushal is Asr uh, on Shabbos, that, uh, that it's only Mr. Zerabala, um, so that could be Kavosh Kumavushal is not Kumavushal Mamish. And then you have uh, the, uh, the Placey, who says that it is Kumavushal Mamish, um, and therefore you really need to say instead that the reason it doesn't apply to us with us is because there are no tokens. Okay, another one. Um, there is a sugya in the second paragraph of Masechus Pesachim, there's Mishnayis that tell you what is kosher to use for matzah, what's kosher to use for marar, right? So it gives you the list of vegetables that you're allowed to use for marar. The endives and the lettuce and the different uh, vegetables that are kosher for marar. According to some, what vegetable is not on the list? Horseradish. Right? Depending how you, uh, if you believe Professor Felix, famous, uh, Professor Felix that, uh, that horseradish may or may not be on that list. <laughs> they just Jews just use it because we didn't have any green leafy vegetables in the very cold climates um, that we live. The shakhtar's machinated out there. Right? We won't use horseradish from our own, we use uh, lettuce from our own. So when you're at a Seder and someone says, uh, oh, you're not having the real marrow, you're only having lettuce, then show them the Mishnah, the first item on the list is the lettuce, and that horseradish may or may not be on the list. So, there, so there's a sugya in the second paragraph, or just keep your mouth shut and say, yeah, I'm a wimp and just eat it. <laughs> there is a sugya in the second paragraph about murder that's mavushal, uh, where the Mishnah says you can't be yotze with murder that's mavushal or murder that is kavush. So that seems to indicate that kavush is actually vision, that it's, uh, it's going to hustle the murder, we don't raise that. Not such a great raya. Why is that not such a great raya? Because what's the problem with murder that's kavush? And it loses the Tamara. It loses the Tamara. And Mara is primarily about the Tamara. So, uh, so that could be a separate uh, din, a unique din in Hilkha's Pesach, a unique din in Hilkha's Mara. So it's not a din in the act of visual, it's a din in letters changing the taste. And the language, everyone holds Kabbalah Shkumbusha at least means that it changes the taste. 
So uh, that's what it's, uh, you know, so that's not going to bring a, be a raya one way or the other. So again, the first raya we brought from Lokal Shabbos is a raya, but it's just a matter of, you know, but it's subject to machlok. That's it's how, how you understand Kavosh Kim Vushal Lokal Shabbos. The second raya from Lokal Samara is not a raya b'chlok. The third potential raya is the Gemara in the second part of the Sabbath Beitzah. There's another din. In the second part of Beitzah, what's the din about Bishal in the second part of Beitzah? Erev Tavshil. You need a Tavshil for Erev Tavshil. So is that called a Tavshil when it comes to Erev Tavshil? Can you take a, uh, a food that was covered but wasn't actually cooked on a fire? Minig is that people use an egg for Erev uh, Tavshil. But the lavdav could be a piece of chicken, it could be uh, any cooked food. It doesn't have to be an egg. I think the basis for the minute of using the egg is because the halacha is that the cooked food you use for Erev Tavshil has to be bigger than a kazayas. So I may not know how big a kazayas is, but one thing I'm pretty sure of is that a beitzah is bigger than a kazayas, right? So it's a pretty safe bet that you have something that's bigger than a kazayas if you're using a beitzah. I assume that's why they probably also eggs were cheaper than, uh, you know, chicken and meat. They're still cheaper than uh, the chicken and meat. Um, so uh, the Gemara Misafz Beitzah uh, says that there's a din of Erev Tavshilin, right? And that Kavush works for Erev Tavshilin. So there's Machlokas Tanayim, uh, whether you also need something that's baked, um, if you're going to want to bake on right, for shabbos. So uh, you need to have two separate items: one that's cooked, so that it's allow you to cook from yantif to shabbos, and another item that's baked. We're no hate, no no pasquins, but we're no hate to have a baked item. So typically, the erev consists of an egg and a piece of matzah. So it's a baked item and it's a uh, cooked item. Um, so. There's no doubt, though, that you need a tavshin, right? The whole machlokas is, do you also need something that's baked? That's machlokas tanayim. But there's no doubt, you for sure need a tavshin for Erev tavshilu. And yet, kavosh works. Ooh, so maybe that tells me. And, and it has nothing to do with blios, right? Meaning, clearly, the din of Erev tavshilu is not about blios, b'chlal. It's about a maise bishul. Did you do a maise bishul? But, why is that not a great raya? We're trying to define things mita raisa. It's going to be very hard to define things midaraisa when you're dealing with a din that the whole din to begin with is only a din midarabana. And Erev Tavshilin is a din midarabana. So it could, meaning everyone agrees, Kavosh Kumbushal works by Masmachalim also midarabana. So midarabana uh, is considered a Maisa Bishal. And therefore, for a din that's a din darabana, it's not necessarily going to be the definition of a Tavshil for a, uh, a din daraisa. Um, it happens to be that Moliach Kroseach doesn't work for Erev Tavshilin. So one could have argued, well, wait a second, if we're just letting everything go and count as a Tavshil for Erev Tavshilin, then why does Moliach not work? I mean, if we're letting every rabbinic form of Bishel work for Erev Tavshilin, why wouldn't we allow Moliach Kroseach to work? So isn't that the Chorah an indication that Kavosh is actually Bishel, whereas Moliach is only the Um So, uh, okay, so Kasha, good Kasha, yeah. It, it might be that they, meaning when the Rabban made the din, they might have made the din using rabbinic gedara uh, l'bishul. But maybe not, right? But it's not. It's just it's hard to say that it's right. I mean, by Basavachal, it's only Yasumit Rabbah. 
Because if that's the Chiddush Akra, then it's not in the Sikh Dara. Oh, when you're on a Dravana level, you don't need Bishul. Right, okay, end of the Right, but I'm saying David Tafshilim doesn't work, right, it doesn't work either way. I mean, whether you use Basil Khalav as a CUA or not, the Eretz of Shilin Raya doesn't work either. Um, the fourth and final Raya, uh, the Pischitschuven Simen Pei Zayin, so wait, the Kotzik Sam Sofer, that on Sukkot a person should be careful to take the, your Lulav and your Adasim out of the water on Shabbos, Al Yidei Goy, before it remains there, may Eisla Eis. Because if it remains there, may slays, it's going to become a bushel, and a cooked lulam and hadasim is possible. So you want to take it out of the water before it becomes a bushel. This teacher was just bothered by whoever said that a cooked lulam is possible. Where does it say that? Is there a Kamara that says that? As far as I know, there isn't. So this teacher was bothered by Mehta Tesi, that there's a really leaving aside whether the accomplishment of the lulam counts as official or not. Uh, may it taste that there's a problem with a, uh, with a cooked lula. Um So that's Pisgitchum's problem. I mean, an estro, which is a food, maybe uh, subject to, to college. Uh But who says that cooking a lula is a problem with college? You can't cook an estro because it's an estro. You know, cooking does something to an estro. Now, the truth is, you don't eat food. Uh, like, for Bishop the Shabbos, Bishop can apply even to non food items. Right? Uh, but, um, Nevertheless, that's a Bishkitchum's critique over there. So if it were to apply, I mean, some sort of seems to assume that whatever the din official is, that it applies to Lulav, and it's going to possibly be Lulav being done by some, so he seems to assume that the official is a din in Bishl, not a din in Williams. Yeah, so that's a din in Lulav. Uh, but again, this could be questions whether that's true. So bottom line is it's open-ended because none of the writers are blocked, right? Either the writers are subject to Matthias, or we're just even easily able to, uh, to reject them. Uh, now, the, uh, the next um, issue within Kaddish commercial is less of a Lundish issue and more of just a uh, practical halacha issue. How long does something have to remain Kaddish? And then we'll get to, and what kind of liquid does it need to be uh, Kaddish in? And then we'll get to, is there Kavisha in Kaitlin? Does, does it affect Kaitlin uh, when, when there's Kaddish? And then we'll get to Mitzasel Kaddish. What if something is half soaked? For twenty four hours, does it affect the uh, the thing that's sticking out of the world? So those are the four. I said four things. Right? Those are the four halachic issues that come up. Right? So the one major lumdish issue is how do we understand the chaf in the phrase kavush kid mevushal? And then the four halachic issues are how long the mishal the the the, the kavush has to last, um, what kind of liquid it has to be kavush in. Um, the the impact of Kavosh and Vushal and Kalim, and when something is Mikhtsaso Kavosh. So let's just try to knock them out uh, one by one, these uh, these four issues. Or, you know, not going to get the first one today, probably, but we'll, uh, we'll uh, at least get started. So, Isosi points out over here, right at the beginning of the city, that the Gemara in the Saksav of Zara discusses Milu Vikimuri when it comes to Kashrin from Stab We have Kalim that were used for Stab so you want to uh, capture those kalim, so you do milu v'ibur. I mean, everything's cold, but you fill it up with water, and you soak it in the water for 24 hours. I mean, you fill up the barrels with water three times, 24 hours each time, and then you empty it, refill it, empty it you know, for 24 hours, empty it again, milu So some Rishonim, including the Mordechai, Misafas Beza, as quite a bit of assumes that how does milu v'ibur work? It must be presuming 
that Kaddish works because filling something up with coal for 24 hours, what does that do? Elamai, when the barrel, when there's water soaking in the barrel for 24 hours, it must be that, uh, that that's, that's working within Kaddish Kaddish. Meaning, how do you roll the kasher? Hagalah, right? So Hagalah is by using heat, which is classic official. So maybe he would be able to use form of Kaddish Kaddish. And therefore, says the Morkai, if you want to accomplish Kaddish Kaddish, how long does it need to be soaked? 72 hours. That's the only way you can accomplish Kaddish Kaddish. It's, it's difficult, right? It's difficult for several reasons. Why is it difficult for several reasons? I mean, any reason that it's difficult? That's difficult, right? Huh? Oh, the, 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 from Svar, we'll get to the Gemara in a second. You're right, that's what we showed them as. You have to get out in between, and that's part of the rules of Kaddish, is that do the work I know what Ricky Vega says it's obviously you know, impossible to work anyway but but the um, but uh, so that's difficult and also Kashmir has nothing to do with Bishlam right if you are with Vashel uh, your Kli uh, in the regular Bishlam uh, whatever Yatzalad is called water Yatzalad is Bishlam right so you Kashmir your Kli and Yatzalad is called water is it Kashmir? no you need a Haggadah requires Rosh It needs to be there are different Gedarim when it comes to Kashmir and then when it comes to Bishop. But anyway, that's because it was the Mordechai that you need 72 hours. The Rosh disagrees. He says the Stamina is a separate thing that doesn't relate to Kalash Kumar The real source is the Gemara about the Chiddush of Basu Bechala that says that if you soak milk and meat all day, the Tarele Kula Yoma Bechalva. Um, that uh, there's a hapamina that there should be a problem, and the chiddush is that it's not a problem. So, losavashal derech bishul osretorah, right? That's the kamashu lana. It's got to be derech bishul, and not by soaking for 24 hours but for kula yoma. So, beisosim quotes the name of the rash, b'shavati b'shem ritzba di usha b'toch yom shalei meis leis nikrokavish ubalei upolit kimavushal. If that's a din in all dinim in the Torah, that cold and cold, nothing's going to happen. Below Bala, that the whole Kiddush is that normally Kavush is Kibbushal, and therefore the definition of Kavush Kibbushal is 24 hours. So the Lush of the Gemara was Kuleyom, and Kuleyom must mean 24 hours, and that's how we pass like that rush. I, what does Rush do about the Gemara of Zar Daf Lama Gimel about the, uh, the Stam Yena? So, uh, you know, where it leads me to you really three times. So again, I said it's not so hard. But, you know, the, the Gemara in, in, in Psachim. That when klicharis are balea something, so the blios never really come out. See, even though we assume when it's balea its own name, there is a way to get the blios out, but one would imagine because it's a klicharis, it's harder to get the blios out. So even if you accept every premise of the Mordechai, but since we're dealing with the klicharis, to get the blios out of the klicharis is going to be harder than it would be to get out of any other plea or to get out of a food 
for transfers from the food. So even though we assume it's Balev and Sunday, we're able to extract the top from the Klichas, but it needs a more intense process. So normally, it's just one time, 24 hours. But if you're trying to get Balevs that happened at Sunday out of the Klicharis, that's going to take more than 24 hours. That's a little uh, difficult. This may relate to the Machlokas, whether you could do Haggadah on the Klicharis that's Balev at Sunday. The Rashba in Torah Sabayis, in Bayisei Sharva, quotes Ramban that there's never any Haggadah by Klicharis. Meaning, what's the difference? Right? If you have a, 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 a dinner plate, right, and you had Blios, you know, Klicharis, let's assume you hold double Kush Marshal, Klicharis, Blios. So can you just do Haggadah on it? Absolutely not. Klicharis cannot have Haggadah. You can't have Haggadah on the Klicharis, right? Because with Balea, hot, and it would, normally such a thing would need Agala, but a Klicharis Agala doesn't work. But what if a Klicharis is Balea Tzodim? So what are we just saying? The Gemara says, well, Klicharis is Balea Tzodim, what can you do? Milivir. Can you do Agala? Agala seems stronger than Milivir. So am I able to do Agala when a Klicharis is Balea Tzodim? So the Rashba, the Rashbites, goes from Ban, that no, there's no Agala by Klicharis, even when it's below Tzodim. The Rashba himself disagrees. He says, with Milivirui works, Hagalah's bad, they're going to work. Hagalah's stronger than Milivirui. Haraya, if you have a metal tray, if you have a tray for fork, and you do Milivirui, does that work? Tray for uh, Kiddush cup. And you do Milivirui, does that work? Of course not. Of course not. So maybe, if Hagalah does not work on a Klicharas, that would bully up so many, it would indicate that Milivirui is stronger than Hagalah. Which would mean that it's definitely stronger than regular uh, couples. But if Agala does work, then maybe Milivir is just a normal way of transferring blades. Uh, so maybe this machlokas relates. If you look in Shirei Arab, of Salvation, it's in Sadiyal, has a uh, has a different explanation of the machlokas. It might relate to how you cash your glass, or if you can cash your glass for Pesach. Uh, the Ramah writes in the Pesach that Mugabe Pesach we treat glass like Klicharis. Um, and uh, Prima Gadam over there says, and not the Shari Suda, which is a Kiddush also. So Salvage points out that if a person waited too long and it's already within three days of Pesach, and they haven't done the Milu of the on their glass, maybe they could do Agala. Right? I mean, this Machlokas about whether you could do Agala and the Klicharis could actually be Nogea Allah and the Maisa. Because your glass was all below the Sunday. We pass in that glass as a dinner with the at least for Pesach. And you, you, know, you designate the day two days before Pesach as your Kashrim day. And then you realize, I bet, me with you, it takes more than two days. So can you do Agala? We'll be subject to that. There is a third cheetah, and with this we'll, uh, we'll close. And that's the Prima Gadda and the Sifsei Das, in the end of Sifsei Das, it wants a Riva, that it happens in 12 hours. Kashrim is 12 hours. What's, where did the Rebbe get that from? Same Gemara in Chul in the Pesachim, Kula Yoma. You saw me Kula Yoma. So how do you say Kula Yoma? Do you mean, does it mean a full calendar day, 24 hours? Does it mean all day, which is uh, 12 hours? So like we said, we passed it, it's 24 hours, but these are three basic Shitos, 72, 24, and, uh, and 12 hours. Okay, the Eid Hashem, tomorrow, at 11.40, we said, Rabbi Liz, stay tuned for the, um, for which classroom? And then we'll have share after that. We're going to have a great event.